This episode is sponsored by The Jordan Harbinger Show. Jordan dives into the minds of fascinating people, from athletes, authors, and scientists to mobsters, spies, and hostage negotiators, all with the noble cause to make you a more informed, critical thinker to operate better in today's world. Jordan's also got a fun weekly segment, Feedback Friday, where he covers advice on everything from escaping a cult or psycho family situations to relationships and networking to even just asking for a raise. Point blank, Jordan Harbinger is smart, funny, and easy to listen to. You'll be pressed to find an episode without excellent conversation, a few laughs, and actionable advice that can directly improve your life. You can't go wrong with adding The Jordan Harbinger Show to your rotation. It's incredibly interesting. There's never a dull show. Search for The Jordan Harbinger Show. That's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never roleplayed before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. Previously, our heroes were journeying through the Underdark to end a string of mysterious disappearances. But first, they decided to loot an empty town. Will the magical armor they found be safe to wear? Will Ranger get any of his memories back? And will Xanthus show up to try to kill them? Find out next on Dum Dums and Dragons. Why is he sniffing his butt then? Oh, that's just, uh, it's politeness. Oh, okay. You know, dogs do that to each other. So Quinny, I mean, you got to speak the language. He speaks it fluently. You should see him lick his own balls. (laughs) Hey, Quinny, I'll give you a dog treat if you lick your own balls. (laughs) Give me the dog treat first. Lick your balls. Give me the dog treat first. Lick your balls. What, give me one of those potions. Okay. Here. Oh, no, you didn't <laughs> lick your balls. So as you kind of pack the armor in, butthole, I'd say based on your roles and kind of what you know about armor, your guess is that this armor seems like it's got resistance to something. You're not quite mm. sure what, but it looks like it will yield resistance to the, the wear. You'd probably need to get it identified to figure out what. Juniper, it causes okay. resistance. You want to slap this sucker on? Yeah. All right. So we, we give that to her, but then I'm like, you, you got to trade something for a Goblin Jr. if you're going to keep it. Or is it a loan? Goblin Jr., snarf once if it's a loan, or snarf two if you want to trade for something. Snarf. All right, so you can, you can wear it till you, you, I don't know, you, you're dead or returns. Uh, here you go. You're never going right. to die. I got raised <laughs> All right, Great. so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to swap out my chainmail for this funky armor. All right. And do I feel anything? Juniper, when you put the armor on, it fits decently well, but also you're a shapeshifter, so that's mm-hmm. a fairly understandable thing. As you, you kind of move the armor around a little bit, you can feel that it, it almost seems to lock up if hmm. you move it too hard or too quickly. You get the sense that it might have resistance to bludgeoning. Oh, interesting. Butthole, you've got a hammer, right? Correct. Do you want to take a light swing? Here's the deal. Even if it stops, I'm very strong. Do you really want to take a part of a hit? I'll hit it's I'll a hit. light swing. I, I mean, if you don't want to do it, if you want a weaker person, I would do it. By which I mean I would put it in this one's hands and I uh, would take a mouse swing. I take a throwing hammer out of Goblin Jr.'s holster <laughs> thing and I just whip it at your chest. <laughs> <laughs> so sure enough, when the throwing hammer hits, the portion that it hits hardens Ooh. and the uh, the throwing hammer bounces off it ineffectively. Hey! Case closed. I'm going to wear this then. Given that you don't know what the name <laughs> of the item is, we're going to call it the Armor of Blingdenstone. Does that boost your AC at all? You're wearing chain? Yes. Great. So that will be the same. Awesome. So having successfully looted the unarmed town, as you've been looking around, you've definitely seen more of these flyers kicking around. It definitely seems that people have gone missing. That said, you've also found a few points of interest. 
You found the house center, which seems to be the seat of power. It has been abandoned, but you're able to identify kind of like here's City Hall. Around uh, the town, you can see these sort of large upright stones. Think Stonehenge without a top. You can sense some kind of magical energy coming off them. There's a temple that uh, is known as the Ruby in the Rough. Its doors are ajar, but you have not set foot in it yet. As well as a tavern where you can actually hear some noises inside. Better check out the noise before the noise comes to us. I'll also say if you listen near the Ruby in the Rough, you can hear some echoing noises. If the cult of Cortexas did come through here, I mean, you know better than I would, but I feel like temples and cults from different deities don't get along well. Yeah, if it's unrelated, I mean, I'd be interested to look at the temple just because a cleric would be the person who's most likely to be able to resist being absorbed into something like this. If it's mind control, because we're typically pretty focused. Meanwhile, Ranger has just walked into the bar. (laughs) (laughs) We turn around and realize he's not there and go, shit, and then just turn and go after Ranger. So, Ranger, you walk into the foaming mug. It looks like it would have been a lovely tavern at some point, but the hearth is cold. That said, you come in and immediately to your heightened sense of smell, you can smell spilt ale. And as you walk in, you see a small, hairy-looking fellow look up at you with wide eyes and go, Oh, fuck! And um, (laughs) sort of run, stumble into the back room. What the hell was that? Oh, well, drinky time. (laughs) So much beer all over the table. Oh, God, he's not even going to pour it. I should be in my stomach right now. He puts his mouth on the corner. (laughs) This is the point where we mm. enter behind him, seeing yeah. him drinking off of a table. Mm. So, uh, Ranger, Ranger, did was anyone in here? We've lost what? him. Was anyone in here, like when, when you came in, or was oh, you alone? No, yeah, there was a dude. He ran off on account of probably wanted to score with a chick or something. I don't know. It's a bar. Where did Lay he go? Let me be to my table ale. Where did he go? He, Excuse me, new, new friend. I'm so sorry about this guy. We're not part of it. Basically, we just... Just want to figure out how to make life better and figure out where everybody went and bring them back. So, do you have uh, info? No, no one's home. See, I like you already because you're not a very good liar. We're here on orders of Quenthel Bain, Bain, Bainer. I don't know who that is, and there's still no one home. Enjoy your table, ale, and leave me alone. I'm sorry. We're gonna need information no. from you. I, I'm marked is back he, there. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm now going back this there. Guy. <laughs> so you, you, you walk back and it's, it's like a kitchen and there's clearly like an upside down pot that a guy is peeking out from under. I grab a wooden spoon. What are you doing with that? I just start banging on the cold ah, like a guy. Ah, Let's roll his his con check. It's bad. It's a three. Uh, so he just starts screaming and then you hear vomiting. <laughs> God, so, to get out. I didn't want him to have so, a fucking now, aneurysm. Now I like push Quinny away Jesus. and I lift the pot up and I'm like, I am so sorry about how he handled this. A little very drunk deep gnome gets up from his vomit pool and he rears back and he just kicks you as hard as he can in the shin. I'm wearing plate mail. I know, so. I know. He takes four points of damage <laughs> and his foot shatters. Oh, um, oh, no. So he falls over going, oh my tootsies. Now I walk back over and I hold the spoon like under his chin as if it's like a dangerous weapon. Hey, hey man, maybe don't, don't fuck with me. I, I'll fuck you up. I'm going to reach down and cast Lesser Restoration, which can heal him of one condition, which in this case will be intoxication. So <laughs> Not the busted foot? No, through, no I, can't, I don't think I can heal a full broken limb. No, it's just like blinded, deafened, paralyzed, or poisoned. I think this qualifies as poisoned, poisoned. at this level. Yeah. So Ranger, meanwhile, you have now finished your table. You haven't eaten in a while, so you're getting a little tipsy. Hey, uh, hey, small hairball. Got any peanuts? 
Hello. Um, what you, kind of tavern doesn't have peanuts? So you're going to start looting for peanuts? Yes. All right. <laughs> Can you roll me an investigation check, please? So that's a five. You find a jar of pickled eggs that is dry. So there's just Ooh. a bunch of like oh. shriveled pickled eggs at the bottom. That said, you also find a cask of wine. Hey, now. <laughs> pickled wine, anybody? Uh, put the two together. What do you get? A, a happy mess. ranger. So ranger begins to down pickled wine. Meanwhile, butthole, you cast lesser restoration on the gnome. And as you're doing it, he's grasping at your arm. Going like, no, 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 no. And then as he sobers up, just kind of shoves your hand off and he staggers to his feet and he starts walking out the door muttering, I'm coming, sir. Sorry, I'm coming. So I grab him by the collar and I'm like, okay, we got to get him fucked up again, apparently. Ranger, save some of that pickled egg wine. Yeah, sure. Come on, have some with me. Well, that hits you hard, huh? Mm. Ranger, for the first time uh, in a while, you're you're drunk, but your head is clear. Uh, you can no longer feel the draw. Hey. This isn't right. We have to get out of here now. Something doesn't smell good. And I mean that in the metaphorical sense, not in the literal sense. It always smells terrible everywhere I go. Wait, do you know where we're supposed to go anymore? We've got to go to the Ruby Red place. Okay, so here's the thing. Do we like Ranger better drunk or sober? Because... One of these two can be drunk and safe, and the other will lead us theoretically where we need to go. So I've got broken foot gnome, or I've got this idiot. <laughs> oh, Hershey, no! Oh, he's well, drunk about sad her. about yeah, Hershey. Yeah. Hershey. I want to give him a Hershey's kiss. I don't want to know what that is in the context of your friendship with so Hershey. So what we're saying is ranger sober, gnome yes. drunk? yes. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Never thought this is what any of us would want, no, you know? And then seriously. I, I, I can lay on hands to cure poisoning. Sure. Okay. Then, yeah, if you want to do that to him, and then I just take the jug of pickled egg wine, and I pick the eggs out. I'm not doing that to this <laughs> fucking gnome. And then I just help the gnome get, like, it, yeah, just get sort of fucked up. He's like, thank you so much better. Otherwise, you just, your hair cortex is all that's, hey, I like you. My name is Richard Hornswoggle. And it is nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you too, Richard. So you're Hi, saying, Richard. Uh, you can call me the Hornswoggle, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Richard let's tries to stand up and falls over because his foot is broken. I'm going to pick him up and put him in a chair and just like keep a hand on the back of his collar, pinning it to the back of a chair so he can't fall on his broken foot anymore. Juniper, I apologize for the mild harassment from this gnome. Hey, I just say you're pretty handsome too. I mean, forget about the juniper layer. What about you? What's your story? A, am handsome. B, sort of enjoying the attention. You can keep this one rolling. Uh, <laughs> juniper, do you want to heal this foot or do I need to heal this foot? Oh, I can heal this foot. Okay. Sure. I'll oh, land oh, hands. I got, I got two, two beautiful people. One of them's healing my foot. Okay, so you were part of a cult, am I correct? You heard Woo! a voice in your head? Cult of having fun. Yeah, I did, though. It was bad. <laughs> that one was real bad. I don't like that cult at all. You have to get drunk to not hear the cult? Oh, it helps. It's in your brain, you see. It's in your brain. Fuck it, you know where the cult is, and I pointed Ranger, and I'm like, I don't think we need this guy. <laughs> oh, my head is ringing like a bell. Listen, wee man, and I'm not talking to you, Quinster. Tell us where the cult is, or I'm going to suck your eyeballs out of your dickhole. Uh, Ranger, Ranger, you're hungover. <laughs> you know that part of you that keeps pulling you into the distance? Yeah. That's going to the cult. You know where the all cult is. Right, all right, We got you right. sober, so you'd know where the cult is. We got him drunk, so he wouldn't keep trying to walk on his broken foot. Hey, who is this guy? I like him. Hey, I like you, fella. Oh, jeez. Hey. 
This is real. You guys are nice. I just looked at Quinny and I'm like, can you think of a single question that this is going to be a part of? Honestly, the big one that keeps coming back to me is why the fuck am I here? But that's neither here nor there. Um, Hey, uh, Richard. There's the hornswoggle to you, baby. Okay, Richard. Um, I like you. Look, look at your little cloak. Richard, I need you to focus. I am. It's a pretty nice no, cloak. Start, just, just get the question I'm, out. Yeah. It'll look real good next to my lamp floor. How oh, did, I fucked it up. There's a better version of it. You know. Quinny, talk faster. <laughs> How did you get into the cult of Cortexus? Uh, How did you join? It's just that everybody started talking about it, and then just suddenly everybody's leaving, and they're all going to the temple and then disappearing. But me, I'm smart, so I came here, and I drank the table beer, and now I party. <laughs> My foot hurts. Oh, now it doesn't. All I, right. <laughs> I just raise a fist and look around to see if anyone's going to stop me. So, like, listen, is this going to happen? Because, like, I, I got room for punch four him upstairs. Gonna, square in the <laughs> face, say, knocking Richard, him out. This is going to happen. And just let Butthole wail on him. I yeah. think we should go to the temple. <laughs> I agree, Ranger, as Richard hopefully falls unconscious. Yeah, he's just like, you punch him through the chair into the ground. Yeah, Uh, I'm holding him by the collar, so he gets the force in the head. It's like I pull it a little bit because I don't really want to kill him, but I'll knock him clean out. That's fine. I'm going to look for four bottles of the strongest shit this place has. Oh, that's a good call, Quinny. So you just shove aside a couple of Bud Light Rattlers, (laughs) and you you find yourself some... This isn't hell. (laughs) (laughs) You find yourself some off-brand liquor called Gandalf's Finest. The Gandalf's Finest. The Gandalf's finest, and it's got a wizard brewing it on the front, but it's clearly 90% proof. Just fucking, if you turn the bottle, it moves slowly like molasses. It'll get the job done. If it's got a label that classy and the word the in front of it, what could go wrong? All right, I pass it out. I say for emergencies only, for emergencies only, and I look at and one more time, I look at Ranger as I hand him his, and you like, Go to reach for it. You're shaking your head. No, yeah, like I I'm just like, but hold to the side. It's like, no, I'm keeping yours, Ranger. <laughs> I'll give it to you when I think you're ready. That's a good call. <laughs> <laughs> so together you venture back out into the streets and start making your way towards the temple. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective minds. But now we are selling some sick mugs. And it is so easy. All because we use Shopify. (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. It'll help you turn browsers into buyers because it has the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, which means curious people are more likely to buy from you. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. One of the big problems Shopify solved for us was international shipping. Our shipping prices if people were outside of the U.S. were through the roof. But the moment we switched over to Shopify, we were able to choose where our orders were being fulfilled from in different places, which meant shipping could be cheap for all of our fans everywhere around the globe. So if you were even thinking about opening a store, sign up now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B-S. If you open a store with Shopify, you're going to be hearing that sound a lot. (laughs) 
So you approach the doors to the Ruby in the Rough large temple. The door is slightly ajar and you can hear echoing noises. I'll go in first. I can see in the dark. I'm the quietest. Yeah, you're sneaky though. Yeah. That's fine. We'll, we'll be ready outside the door. So if we hear anything, we can all like bust in and I will, uh, I'll have Moonlight Bringer in hand to be ready to cast light so we can just like flood the place with yeah. bright lights if it's bad. I've got my blade of walls at the ready in one hand, shield in the other. Tyler, can you please roll me a stealth check? Okay. 23. You are like the wind. So you uh, make your way up to the doors, gently shift them open. Inside, you can see sort of a large cathedral-style building. So there's pews at the far end. There's a, a small pulpit. And directly in front of the pulpit, you see a massive hole seemingly carved out of stone very roughly. It's dimly lit in here. There don't seem to be any torches still going. But in dark vision, yeah, you, you can kind of see there, there seems to be something kind of dark along the rim of the hole. Okay, I'm going to approach the hole from my hiding spot. I'm walking towards the other end from, from mm -hmm. the entrance to the other end just to get, get an idea of like if anyone else is in this room and then I'm going to double back. So basically, I just want to check between the pews kind of thing while still hiding and then make my way back. You can hear some noise echoing out of the pit. Right. But um, no, there doesn't seem to be anyone in here. Okay, I head back, open the door. Uh, I will say, though, yep. as you get closer to the hole, you notice there seems to be some discarded clothing, sort of like jackets. Okay, I'm going to come back to the door, open it. Guys, coast is clear here, but there's a giant hole in this cathedral, and that's where the sound is coming from. Let's go check it out, I guess. We'll go in with mm -hmm. all of us. Should we light it up, or should we stay subtle? Stay subtle. Also, there's some, some kind of liquid around the rim of this hole. I don't know what it is. Okay, don't touch mm. that until we get yeah. close. So I'll put the... I got the goggles of the owl on, so like take Juniper's hand. You're Juniper now, right? I'm Juniper now, yeah. Okay, I'll take Juniper's hand and put it on my shoulder so I can like lead you, Thank depending you. on how dark it is inside. Goblin Jr. is a wolf, so he kicks ass. <laughs> uh, and then I guess I'll let like Ranger go in the front, and then I'll follow behind him in the line. And then Quinny, you can either line up or flit around as necessary. I'll, I'll stay separate from the group. So you make your way in. As you approach the pit, you can see that the liquid appears to be a darkish, almost black, deep, deep, deep blue. It looks similar to the blood you saw on the gnome that you punched. Kind of on the edges, it's a stone floor that seems to have been broken through. Has anything in the cathedral been disturbed? Huge knocked aside, moved uh, aside. Near, near the pit, you seem to have been moved back a little bit, but, but not, deliberately moved back instead yeah, of something it, it's crashing not like something, up no, 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 it's, into It's not the like floor. something exploded up through it and it's not like this. something went rampaging through. It seems almost like they were moved just because they were in the way. I want to take a piece of scrap because there's backpacks and all that kind of stuff. So sure, something yep. that's sort of like, you know, two feet wide, like it could be a beam, could be literally anything. Yep. And then I just want to cast my light spell on it that makes it glow the 20 feet and the 20 feet. And then I want to throw it in the hole. Let's say you find... I don't know, a hat. Uh, so you light it up and you toss it down the pit. As it sort of whistles down into the pit, you can see that it looks like it's been burrowed out, like it's been kind of like excavated almost. It seems to slope down and away from you. As you look down, though, you can mm. see a few corpses, gnome corpses along the sides, but not, it's not like there's a body pile. It looks almost like a tunnel that's been carved out somehow. Mm. I really want to sled down this sucker. Watching the light source fall, how deep before it starts to level out? Not very. It's about a 10-foot drop, oh, okay. but it curves. So it's not like it went right. down and out, like a mine. Yeah, yeah. It seems to curve down away. So the hat kind of falls down into the pit and kind of rolls a little way away, but it's still casting glow back up towards you. I'm going to take out my rope from my uh, burglar's pack. I'm going to tie it a couple times around. What do we got? Like a pillar? 
Sure. Um, yep. yeah, I'm just going to tap Quinny on the shoulder and say, just a second. Ranger, what does your nutsack tell you? Where do you want to go right now? It's guiding me down there for sure. Okay, yeah, Quinny, keep doing your rope thing. Yep. I'll tie it off at the pillar and then throw the rope, the rest of the rope down. It's 50 feet of rope. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to uh, Bjorn Goblin Jr. Mm-hmm. It's been so long. So, I mean, it's it's just sort of nice to be on an adventure where I know what I'm doing. So, I'll Bjorn him around myself. Oh. Yeah. And then, Ranger, you're also like a sword swinging friend. And Juniper, you got your new armor. Who wants to go down first? I will. Okay, there we go. All right, Ranger, after you. Okay, see you, lads. God. Do you just jump? (laughs) I'm holding on to the rope. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, um... Ranger, you uh, you slide down the rope. You kind of land on the slope. Your heels kick up from under you, and you kind of butt slide down. You kind of slide down this incline, passing a couple corpses, and then suddenly find yourself leveling out just past where the, the lip stopped into a large chamber that seems to have, think like French catacombs. So, yeah, there's pillars, pillars everywhere, and there's there's sort of a lot of... and yeah. so many human skulls. But and... instead of skulls, what you find in those little alcoves, there seem to just be a lot of wrapped bodies. Tiny excavation hole for little mummies, it looked like. Why the hell do you dig a hole in the middle of your church when your whole society's underground anyway? Yeah, so we all... I imagine. Yep. Yeah. Right so, down. Yeah. I'm going to tie my own rope as well, so we've got more than one rope if we need to come back up, but I'm then gonna we go down. I'm going to keep mine just in case those cool. ropes disappear. So you all get down there, and what you can kind of see when you're all down looking around is it seems that at the far end of the catacombs, there's another hole that's been dug into the wall. What you see is you sort of look around. First of all, can everyone roll me a perception check? 20 total. 16. 13. And also a uh, 13. So all of you can hear a scratching noise that almost seems to be rhythmically like scratch, 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 kind of to the northwest of you. Can I see anything? Between the pillars. 120 feet in the dark. Between the pillars, yeah, you you can see a large furry creature moving through the pillars. I draw, or I summon Frostbrand Mm -hmm. in one hand and quietly say to everyone, something big and furry down that way, and I point towards the the creature that I saw between the pillars. Mm -hmm. I'm going left. Do you want us to go forward? Like, you're the only one who can see. I don't know how far the owls, the goggles see, but there's no way it's 120 feet. You're the only one who can see, so you sort of got to call this one. We can bring it to us if you want to have an exit strategy and climb up the rope again. We can fight it in the church if we want. Odds of us all running up an incline while getting attacked are, like, low. This thing's probably better, but I'm like, if we just just want to kill it, we can kill it. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's a friend. It could be a nice animal. It could be innocent. You too, Juniper? Well, it could be. We don't know yet. She's got a point. I, I mean, technically, it's a different point. Hers is it's innocent. I think it might actually just be good. I unsummon Ice Brand like it disappears into my hand. I say, all right, I'll be right back. And I'm going to sneak a little closer to it. Can you roll me a stealth check, please? Dirty 20. That beats mine. So as you approach, you see the creature seems to be kind of lumbering through the thing. It's mostly black with some white highlights. It seems to have some sort of insignia around its neck, and you recognize it to be a large cave badger. What do I know about cave badgers? To someone who doesn't know animals, you're literally like, that's a badger, but it's huge. Yeah. What is it doing? It seems to be wandering along, staring at each row of mummies. And then lumbering along to the next one and doing the same. And is it making the rhythmic scratching sound? Yes, it's badger it's, claws are, are scratching against the stone. I do have speak with animals for beast speech. I will activate beast speech and call out to it in badger. You call out to it and what do you say? With no confidence. Quinny says in badger, hello, new friend. And the badger <laughs> goes, whoo! Um, and uh, turns and looks at you and says, 
Oh, you, you scared me so much. Oh, you know, I, I was kind of scared too. Uh, uh, Hi, you... I'm Quinny Brownbarrow. Hello, my name is Wayne Johnston. Uh, you may call me The Pebble. That's what they all call me down here. The Pebble? The Pebble. It's kind of a fun name I have. It's it's nice to meet you, uh, The Pebble. Oh, well, thank you. It's nice to meet you, uh, The Quinny. Ha ha ha. Are you here to, to visit our honored dead? Or are you one of those other folks? The diggers. We're not the diggers. Okay. As a matter of fact, we were up at... Are you familiar with the Ruby in the Rough? Yes, yes, yes. The temple. Yeah. Found a great big hole oh, in yes, the ground yes, there. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It's quite tragic, truly. It was such a beautiful structure. Sure, sure. At least they didn't disturb too many of our, our, our beloved dead. I came with some friends. Can I introduce you to them? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you did address me as a new friend, so I would hope that makes us friends. Oh, my God. It works. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Meanwhile, cut back and Ranger's having a conversation with him. So, anyways, uh, bench press, I can do about 225 on a good day. That's impressive. Yeah, yeah. But on a bad day, 220. <laughs> you know what that's they always say you need to have that variable range yeah. though because like you know it's it's the off days that really build the muscle yeah, yeah, yeah. uh guys you were right it is an innocent friendly new friend this is a cave badger named uh the pebble pebble do you speak common oh heavens no i'm a badger how would i possibly i don't know i speak common you know i i was wondering uh, how nice for you <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Come I'm going to have to do a little bit of... Uh, me languages. I'm going to have to do a bit of translating here. Yeah, so we'll, we'll walk oh. forward and join Quinny, and I'll do like an elaborate, gentle bow, just like, nice to meet you. The badger tries to do that by just throwing its arms out and falling forward. I clap. <laughs> I just do a full <laughs> applause break. <laughs> says to Quinny, thank you. Finally, someone understands decorum. Now that I can see the badger, I will also cast Speak with Animals oh, okay. so I can understand as well. Oh, good. So you all speak Badger, and uh, the Badger will turn to Ranger and just be like, And what is your name, fine fellow? What's this? This is a Badger. You should bow. I, I bow? Yeah, it's an important Badger. This is the king of Badgers. Ranger bows before no one, but if you say this thing's as important as it seems, all right. I wish for your love, powerful one. Do you cast animal friendship? Oh, I can do that. Yes, I do. So uh, <laughs> as you bow, Ranger, I don't think you consciously know how to cast spells, but you just want it. You want that friendship. And the power of your desire slowly uh, infiltrates the badger. who says, oh, a new friend. Oh, actually, I know this guy. We go way back. He's a delight. Is that so? Apparently. Oh. And the badger's just like vaguely spacey, but really all about its new buddy, Ranger. Hey, there's my amigo. Oh, yes. That's what we call each other. Amigos, it's our thing. Let's do that special handshake we are known to do. And the badger like rears up on its hind legs and it reaches out one hand, palm up. I just whip my head back and forth and like my little end of my ponytail just mm -hmm. slaps it five times. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, just like the good old days, hey. I think. Pebble, I don't want to interrupt, but uh, <laughs> t tell us what you do down here. Oh, well, I, I'm one of the many uh, friendly badgers who lives down here and then just helps take care of the revered dead. Is it a caretaker uh, kind of position that uh, you Oh, well, yes. I mean, nor normally there's priests down here with us. Uh, they normally bring us food and stuff. I haven't seen any in a while, which is strange, nor have I seen any of my brethren, but I'm sure they're around. Okay. Uh, what can you tell me about the diggers? Oh, it's so strange. Normally, mentioned. normally people only come down here to, you know, see us or visit their dead. We're quite popular. You know, we're kind of like the town mascot. People like us a lot. You know? It's sure, like, oh, yeah. look at the badgers, look at the badgers. And I'm like, oh, okay, please. Totally. Um, but uh, no, they uh, they haven't been around in quite some time. But for some reason, a lot of the townsfolk seemed very insistent on getting in, not during visiting hours, and uh, seemed to break through. Uh, and as, as they came tumbling down, they, they ran through like a tide and started scratching away at the wall back there. You can see there are, there are a number of them. Well, here, and the badger kind of leads you over mm -hmm. to a very orderly pile under a tarp. It lifts the tarp up, and there's just a bunch of dead gnomes. 
a bunch of them died trying to get through. They worked themselves to death. So, you know, I tidied them to the side, assuming someone would show up to look for them, but no one has. Oh, my God. I like Pad Goblin Jr. because all I'm hearing is like barks and grunts. But at the same time, I could see through the body language that the Badger and Quinny are becoming close friends. So I, we're almost having that like older couple seeing a young couple meet for the first time moment where we're like, see, Quinny's going to find his animal companion. It's perfect. So I just like walk up and offer some rations because I know this is about where in this conversation someone might want food. I'm also untranslating for you like, oh, great. Vaguely, like well, I'm giving you a... Well, now you will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The badger takes the rations gratefully and, and eats them, having not eaten in a while. In inspecting the corpses under the tarp, you can see a lot of their fingers have been worn to nubs. God oh, damn. Um, and uh, they all just look exhausted, and there seems to be kind of a manic look in their eyes. It's honestly, it's a horrifying display. The cape badger doesn't seem to quite understand how human faces work or humanoid faces. So it's just like, oh, yeah, look, they, they all just fell over. Work too hard, I guess. And Mondays. They, and it's clear that there's just like one newly dug tunnel that they're yeah so basically if you think about it as the ceiling of the catacombs collapsed they dug their way into that and then rushed along the length of the catacombs and then ripped out a back wall and there's a, another and keeps going yeah tunnel descending it's almost like these poor bastards were enslaved by some kind of tyrannical mind voice propose that- an interesting theory there do any of the bodies look like not lame liam because he's the only gnome we've seen a drawing of can you roll me an investigation check Eight. You do not see not lame Liam amongst them. Pebbles, do you have any family elsewhere that you can go to? I have my, my fellow cave bears, but I haven't seen any of them in quite some time. Oh, perhaps I could go to Mayor Peabody's house. He's always taking very good care of us cave bears. Cave batters, yes. Uh, we call ourselves bears occasionally. You know, it's a, it's it's kind of a humble brag because we're big, but we're not quite mm. bear big. I mean, we're trying. I, I mean, I, if I could press bench press 250, I mean, that would be great, but I could only make 220 on a good day. So, you know. Oh, 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 I like this guy. Don't read too much into this, guys, but I don't want this cave badger to get hurt with whatever's going on with everyone. I think we all agree with that. This cave badger rules. I love the mm-hmm. badger. Sure. He said he can go to the mayor's house. We haven't been there yet. I don't. We don't know if it's safe. Is Should it a he or there? a she? Uh, or, is it, or is it a they? Pronouns are important, so I, I want to make sure we're getting them right. You're right. Pebbles, how do you identify? I mean, we, we cave badgers tend not to see gender. I, my name is Wayne, but also the Pebble, and I kind of like the Pebble. That's my chosen name. I suppose if I had to choose one, I would say they would be nice for me. Thank you. They have said that they've visited the mayor's house before and have been treated very well, but we don't know if the mayor's house is still safe. They said we should look for the mayor, right? So should we go with the badger to the mayor's house, or do we keep going through the hole? Because I know, like, Ranger's scrote is pulling us in this direction. And that's the cult member in him, right? That I think so. Member. Haha. <laughs> Anyway. It's his cult member. Yeah, uh, I don't understand. The other member is uninitiated. That's why we have to go with the one member. They're Got not it. cult members. No, no. Yeah, I guess I forgot about the mayor, to be honest. Um, <laughs> we should maybe check out his house. And then if it's good and clear, if the mayor's there and not a crazy cult maniac, we can leave Pebbles there. And then we can head down and see what's going on with all these other poor bastards. Sound good to everybody else? What's everybody thinking? Sounds good to me. All right, Pebble, do you mind if we journey with you to go meet this Mayor Peabody? On one condition, that my old pal, this guy, gets to ride on my back for old time's sake. Oh, yeah! So, uh, Ranger, do you want to use... Juniper saddle or do you just want to... I'm doing bareback. So as the pebble carries you, uh, the two of you reminisce, keeping in mind that this never happened, but as you try and collectively weave 
an amazing time you had together. What uh, what does that sound like? Hey, remember the time we were at that sleepover at Becky Newsom's place? Becky and- Newsom? I, yeah, 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 yeah. It was so cool. We were lighting candles and dripping the wax into the bucket to see our futures. Yes. And you were going to be the lead cave badger underground. Do you remember that? I, I do remember that. That's why I it wanted to be a cave true. badger underground. Oh, it's so it good. It came true. Oh, yeah. And what about, and, and I remember that you dripped the wax in and you wanted to be something more than just a, an elf. You wanted transformation. You wanted a life beyond the stars, if I recall. Yes. How's that going? It's not. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, dear. Well, you know I'm what? so sorry. Dreams are created so that they can be crushed. He's not saying exactly that, but this is Quinny translating for him. Quinny <laughs> <laughs> just getting sick of this back and forth that he's got to translate between a guy who has enchanted a beast he doesn't actually know the language of. <laughs> <laughs> With that parade of nightmares, you arrive at the house center. So the house center similarly seems to have been abandoned. You can't hear or see any outward actions, but you kind of make your way up the stairs with Ranger still riding the pebble. You arrive at the door. This time you find that the doors are locked. Knock, knock. So you knock on the door and there's no response. But look to the pebble and just say, so it's locked. No one's answering and we need to keep safe in this like weird, empty wonderland. Would you mind if we do some damage to this one door so we can go in and then we'll like close it? Well, perhaps you should do some damage to this adorable welcome mat, and it swats aside a welcome mat, and there's a key. I'll take that key and uh, unlock the door. Pebble looks pretty happy because with giant badger hands, there's no way they could have opened the door. Yeah, no, I I got you, Pebble. They managed to squeeze into the lobby, but that's kind of where they're going to hang out until you've done your your sweep. They indicate that the mayor's office is upstairs. Let's go upstairs then. Think of this as sort of a standard administrative building. There's sort of a welcome area to the left. There seems to be sort of a kitchen, but all these seem to have been abandoned. Yeah, Uh, I'll lock the door behind us so that there's nobody coming in. You don't see any barricades or anything. It's not like it's been boarded up from the inside. You make your way upstairs. On the second floor, there's a weird crest of Blingdon Stone. There seem to be some paintings of famous deeds and local history. You see one that seems to depict a drow with two scimitars and a panther, as well as a deep gnome with a hammer and a pick. It says, in honor of most honored barrel warden Belwar Disengulp. You can see some that indicate the help of Mithril Hall, and various other historic characters, King Brunier Battlehammer, extending his hospitality, the triumphant return of Deep Gnomes to Blingdenstone. As you make your way past that, you find the mayor's office, which is also locked, but it seems to be a pretty simple door. I mean, I'll knock first. No response. Thieves' tools. So can you roll me a dexterity check, please? Uh, 28. So clickety-click, the door swings open. Inside, you can smell kind of a musty smell. It's as though the room's been closed for a while. The room is very orderly. You can see there's bookshelves in the back, sort of a nice window looking out over the courtyard, a large, beautiful carved desk, and in the center of it, there seems to be a sealed envelope. Mayor Peabody? Nothing. I'm just going to go in and look at the envelope, pick it up. Does it say anything? So the front says, to whom it may concern. I feel concerned, so I open it. Crack that open. Inside, there is a letter from Mayor Peabody written in script. Quinny, I assume you use magic to to read it. Mm. But it basically says, Dear Mario, (laughs) (laughs) I baked you a cake. Just basically says, I never should have invited them here. It's my fault. I'm sorry. Do not linger or you shall share their fate. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Don't look for me. Beach. Brackets. (laughs) 
Mayor Peabody. His first name was Peach. To whom it may concern, and just the vaguest goddamn letter. Well, um, he it, must. The letter's pretty clear that we should get the hell out of here. Here's the interesting thing: is he clearly invited whatever the hell this cult is here, and that's why everybody's screwed. But he did say if we go after them, then we're going to get trapped by the cult. Does anybody else not give a fuck about cults? When he does raise his hand, that's right up his alley. <laughs> I don't like them. Okay, I just mean, does, is anybody worried? I'm ready no. to still go after them. I tap the bottle like, I brought my medicine. Yeah, we got ready to get fucked up and <laughs> fight. I'm, that's, I'm not afraid. I go 185 miles per hour every day of my life. Yeah, Let's you can, do this. You can bench press so much. Uh, so much. Only a five-pound variance. How are you feeling today? Is it a good day or is it a great day? It's a cheat day. <laughs> that explains the table booze. Um... <laughs> So, Pebble, wonderful badger you, there is a chance that we might run into other badgers down there, obviously, because you said Mm -hmm. you're as compatriots. Is there something we should wear or some way we could let them know that we're not part of the bad guy digging team? Yeah, Pebble shakes their head pretty prolifically and shakes off the necklace and says, oh, yes, just show them this. Uh, We we all know what it means. It it means we're caretakers of the beloved dead, all the mummies down there. Oh, Pick it up and throw it over Butthole's head. Cool. And then I guess I'll have you translate this as well, Quinny. But yep. I say, hey, Pebble, thank you for everything. We'll leave you here along with some rations so you thank can you. remain safe. However, if we don't come back within five days, does that seem reasonable? I don't want to be here more than five days. I want to be here more than one day. All right. If we're not back in five days, then you probably need to move on because bad things are underground and they're going to come back. Where would I go? We were sent from Manzo Baranzin. Oh. They, they sent us here to investigate. I suppose I could go there. They're also a bit stabby, though. So if it looks dicey, and then I take the mayor's letter and I flip it over and I write a message on the back that just says, Dear SS McSquiggly, <laughs> the badger is with us. <laughs> Look after this badger. If you read this, we're dead. The badger is us now. <laughs> <laughs> and I give Pebble the letter that says that. Can we make a slight alteration of that of just like seeing eye dogs and stuff like that? It's like, hi, my name is Pebbles. It's just like... <laughs> a thing for them to wear like please don't pet me and so yeah i think but also i am like i I think what we'll do is we'll make that harness it'll say that on the front and then below it it'll say if crew of mcsquiggly read this and that'll be the letter that explains to them so that they bid you farewell and you can make your way back unless there's anything else you want to do in the mayor's office i want to loot it i'm not expecting magic stuff but like it's the mayor's office maybe like a stapler as you look through it seems like a really good photocopier it seems that this office has legitimately been stripped of a lot of its stuff. Even um, copper wire? <laughs> copper wire is still there. You can make a tidy profit. I'm going to take the copper wire. You now have a length of copper wire. Nice. That will come in handy. Do you want to put it in my bag of holding? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Alright, so we put the copper wire in the bag of holding. Great. Right. I uh, have to add this to my inventory. The Please tune in wall. soon for our spin-off series uh, Faerun Scrappers. <laughs> Next on TLC, probably. <laughs> so having looted the office, you don't find much. It seems that the mayor legitimately had time to pack and leave. Well, so, there's maybe a happy ending there if he left. I was looking at that honestly as a suicide note. Well, I mean, not terribly brave to doom your entire society and then just fuck off rather than try to save them. Well, no, no one's saying they're going to reelect the guy, but I mean, <laughs> less death. God, I can't believe I'm saying that. It feels weird. Is good. I mean, Peabody 2020, am I right? No, I just said... <laughs> Pebbles, you don't know how democracy works. But what about her emails? Yeah, that we've seen the mayor's letter. <laughs> it's damning. And it was secret in his office. It'll be redacted in the Mueller report. It's fine. Okay, so you pack up and you head back down into the Ruby and the Ruffs labyrinthine catacombs. At the far end, you've got the hole leading further down and it gets very, very dark. Also, can you all please roll me, I'm going to say an insight check, please. 
Nat 20. Nice. 23. 18. Eight. <laughs> Ranger, you just feel the inexorable pull forward almost as a desperation. The rest of you, you begin to hear whispers inside your mind, and they all seem to be vaguely desperate, vaguely confused. They're jumbled. You can't quite make sense of them, but uh, whispers in your head. Are we all hearing whispers, everyone? I nod and take a nip of Gandalf's whatever gilded... Can you roll me a constitution swill. save? 14. You know the pine tar that you stick on things? That's what this tastes like, and it's Oof. just sticky and, and gross. And for some reason, it's got a mint flavor to it, Ooh, which that is makes just, it worse yeah, it's really not nice. That said, you take a slug of it, and you don't feel the effects immediately, but you're pretty small, and it's pretty potent. Yeah. Um, as you do so, the whispers get a little bit more muted Okay. as your vision begins to swim slightly. Ooh. Guys, I'm going to tell you something. It works, but it's not worth it. It's done. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. Don't. Don't do it. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm okay. <laughs> okay, we're going to keep going, I guess. Would you like me to hold you up by your tiny legs and just, like, shake you for the puke? Or do you want us to put a saddle on Ranger and he can carry you because you're not feeling great? Oh, no, I don't like that. Number two. Number two. All right, so I take the saddle out of my bag of holding and we put it on Ranger. Oh. And then we put Quinny on the saddle. Gee up, bish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can't be dismounted. <laughs> <laughs> and any attack against Ranger has disadvantage. You're welcome. <laughs> I, I withdraw Ice Brand and point it forward and like, ho. Just kind of hope that I do die. A little too loud. Like, I feel good. <laughs> this episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter. Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter. Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter. Our special guest and our DM Tom McGee at McGee TD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. And Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at DelBorovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser. And our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Oh, hey, friends, it's me, your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore. You don't know me, but I'm going to introduce you to Dungeons and Dragons, where I play D&D with my friends, and, th and they're going to become your friends because you're going to love us so much. I mean, maybe, maybe you won't love us, but we'll love you. Let me give you a taste of the show in 42 seconds. Let's go. You must have a, f and a flask. He's anything. got a satchel. This is the most disappointed <laughs> way I've ever heard anyone say the word satchel. Cost. How much is a donkey cost? Russ, how much is a donkey, cost? Is Russ, is a donkey cost? everyone wants to know. <laughs> For one hour. Concentration. So if you do another concentration spell. It's abjuration, you doink. It's concentration. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like exactly the sort of person you should probably tell your friends about. The kind that are there and say, like, weird, mysterious things and then just disappear? Yeah, that's why I'm telling oh, you. okay. Also, he had three eyes. Oh! We're having this rager. I mean, Lich Astley and the Magic Magic Missiles is going to be playing later tonight. <laughs> is he ever going to give you up? <laughs> never going to give you up, never going to let you down. Orcus is going to rule all and then you won't desert you. What else do I need to tell you? We're Dungeons & Dragons. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts or at dumbdragons.com. We can't wait to adventure with you.